0: what's up and welcome back to your so random tosh podcast i hope all is well i hope you're doing well you know really and staying safe and of course wearing your mask when you're out here in these streets all right so let's talk about it y'all so i got a chance to see a lot of things happen there's a lot a lot going on you know uh, a lot of people were out in these streets celebrating that we have a new president-elect and a new vice president-elect, uh, Joe Biden, President Joe Biden, and Vice President Kamala Harris. Beautiful. I got a chance to catch, you know, his speech, her speech, and it was beautiful. I got to see their family and get a little bit of um, information on them and plans that he has going for the future going for it now on the other side of things you got a whole lot of mess still happening with 45 who doesn't want to give up and concede you know and say that yes I actually lost um he wants to keep pushing different uh court and recounts and but he only want to do it to the one the the states that he lost you know Let's take it back to 2016. He wasn't doing that then, huh? (sighs) Just having tantrums. Um, Yeah, that's a lot. (laughs) I don't know if he's going to really get his way on this. I don't think he's going to get his way. But like I said, this man is creating a whole lot of mess. You know, and I, he all, he started it by saying what he said in the beginning of the race. Like, it was still uh, votes being counted, and he was out there saying he won. So it's just a mess. <laughs> and hopefully we'll be done with that soon, you know, and he'll bow out gracefully or somewhat because I don't know if he's graceful, but <laughs> it's crazy. Um, I want to also say, uh, the man that I grew up watching coming home from school or or leaving the campus and coming in the house and my mom cooking in the kitchen and she is watching Jeopardy! So I want to say rest in peace to Alex Trebek. I mean, like, today he passed away and... It was shocking because you, you know, I did hear that you know he was he was going through some health issues, but it's just is weird hearing it, you know. And um, I'm sending condolences, condolences, my condolences to his family, and friends, and close ones, everyone who knows knows him and watched them throughout the years uh, during this time. Uh, yeah, I remember growing up. And that's, my mom had three shows that she would watch. She would watch Price is Right. And then at night, it would be Jeopardy. And then Wheel of Fortune. So, I grew up on it. <laughs> I really did. I, I really grew up on it. And he he will truly be missed. Um, Yeah, so I wanted to talk about that. Also, rest in peace to... One of my favorite rappers, Heavy D, he always made me smile. And I'm going to tell you something, Heavy D, growing up, my grandma lived in Mount Vernon. So she used to get joys out of hearing that he was from Mount Vernon. And also, the man could dress, and he was heavier, so and he could dance. And my grandma and granddad used to love watching him perform. And was like, wow, this man really is dope. And, you know, his size, he was a bigger guy and he could dress. So when I saw that, because I was like, wow, that's fly. So I knew then, like, it don't matter what size you are. If you fly, you just fly. So I just took that and just ran with it. That's how I live my life. And I want to give a shout out to Heavy D because he always was fly and he seemed like he was a big teddy bear and I would love to get to meet him, um, you know, in person, but I never got a chance to, but I did admire his work and type of person he was and um, he is truly missed. I can't believe, it. I think they said it's been nine years? It's just so weird, you know, how the time is. It's just like, wow, really? Time is something. That's why you have to cherish people while they're here. You know, give them their flowers while they're here. You know, um, one thing that used to always bother me, I think it just came with losing so many people in my life that I was close to. Um, my grandma outlived the majority of her children and, uh, My grandma had 10 children, and right now, it's two children that are still alive, my two aunts. Um, It's sad because we were a close-knit family, and it just seemed like everybody was just passing away, like, back-to-back, and there was so much death around me that... You know, the grieving process, like you're grieving for one person and then the next person passed away. And not even just with aunts and uncles and, and, and grandfathers and grandmothers and grand aunts and great great grandmothers. It's also your cousins, you know, your little cousins and, and, and stuff like that that you grew up with and you're like, or remember when they're babies and had so much death around you. It's a lot. You know, It's a lot to handle. And I think through the years, not saying I got immune to it, but I, I think I try to find the best way to cope. And you grieve differently. It's crazy because some people look at you uh, at a funeral and wonder if you're crying or you're not crying. And sometimes you don't cry um, at funerals. And sometimes you cry later on in life. Grieving comes in all different stages. Like, sometimes you'll start thinking about a person who passed away maybe two years or three or five or ten years ago. And it'll just hit you like, you know, something comes up and you're like, oh, let me call. Oh, why he ain't calling? You remember, like, you know, he's not physically here. And it just, it'll take you down, you know. And I had these different moments in my life where... I I lost loved ones physically and it was just so crazy because it's like they're really not physically here but you know through it all I still keep them in my heart you know um our family could be closer (laughs) you know but it is what it is we all still got love for each other and, you know, we do the best we can because everybody goes through their own motions and that's how life is. As you get older, you become your own individual person. You start creating your family. Um, but I think we're living in, a, in times where people are losing somewhat of that family dynamic that you used to have. Um, it's, it's all over. But I think during this pandemic, it was one thing that kind of helped a lot of families come together and uh, realize that, you know, we all we got, <laughs> you know, and that's important. You never know what someone's going through. You know, especially if you're a type of person that stays here yourself, you don't know the things that's going on with that person, you know it's nice to reach out that's all i'm saying sometimes you got to reach out to people whether it's a quick text to say hi whether it's a quick phone call to say hey i was just thinking about you we all fall short when it comes to that you know we get the best you know everybody's doing the whole social media like oh i think she's okay i saw so but that was two days ago you know because how social media social media (laughs) how's the algorithm is going like (laughs) crazy thing to happen my friend who lives in Vienna he something was going on over there I had no clue you know I get on Facebook I'm thinking it happened now so I'm like oh my goodness keep me in touch you know let me know I'm glad you're safe And he went under my message and said, yeah, now two days. I'm like, what the hell? I didn't realize that that was a post that happened two days or three days ago. And I'm like, oh, shit. And he was like, better now than never. But the thing is, that's how the internet works. So you can post something and you won't see it until three days or maybe a week later. With some people. And I'll be like, dad. And it's sad because a lot of times people post things on social media. Like if someone passed away. Half of the people that been posting things. Because I don't get on um, social media that much. Because they don't call or they don't text. Or we lost touch. I'll find out something happened. Or, 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 or somebody passed. And they're like. A week or a month later. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear it. You know, because you can't always assume, and I have to agree with my father when he says this. You can't always assume that everybody knows what's going on through the Internet. You have to be old school sometimes and call a person or text a person or, you know, or that person, I can text them and see what's going on, too, you know. So it can't just be a one-sided thing. And I understand that. You know, because I was getting in that habit where I posted on Facebook, they'll see it, you know. And now I'm like, no, because I'm not seeing certain things. So I know they probably not seeing it, you know. So, yes, it's just one of those things um, that can happen unless you're on Facebook all day. And that's the thing. How do people be on that all day? I'm just trying to figure it out. Like, do you have to tell Facebook everything you're doing? Like, <laughs> I just, I'm like, really? And then you worry why people are in your business. You be like, get out of my business. I'm like, well, stop posting stuff every minute about everything. You know, it's like, I'm shitting on the toilet now. Okay. Like, did you really need to post that? Unless you're having a weird shit. You need to call the doctor. Water break. <laughs> but um, I feel like be Love when I say that. Water break <laughs> I love that lady. Her her ASMR and her food, I mean every time she posts something like seafood, chicken, fish, anything she eat it makes me wanna go and buy it. Like she just has some people just have that je ne sais Qua or something. And it's like she's just being her, you know what I mean? It's not like, I mean, she's she's doing what she has to do. Like, sometimes she has to do sponsorships, but she's just being her. And I always dig that, you know? She just be enjoying her food and doing her, and her family's beautiful. And I really like, I I really enjoy watching her. Um, But she just makes the food. I remember, it's kind of like, I remember when my mom used to cook. And my mom could cook really well when she wanted to do it because my mom be like, I ain't cooking all the time, but she could cook very good. So when she would make stuff and she would make it for her and she would be eating those I chi- would like, oh my goodness, mom, I really want that. And when I when I watched B-Love's uh, videos, kind of put me in the mind of remembering a time when my mom used to enjoy her meals and I enjoyed her meals. Um but yeah, so I forgot what I was even talking about. See, I got sidetracked it. Oh yeah, another thing about yeah, posting everything on, on Facebook. I mean people, I mean I can understand if you're retired or you know, there's nothing else for you to do, I guess that's your way of staying involved. But you know, My Facebook is very private. Only people that are on my Facebook are family members. I might have a few friends that I grew up with or went to school with. But other than that, I think I have about, what, 200 friends? No more than 300, I don't think, because I don't have everybody on my Facebook. Now, my Instagram is some whole ignorant shit right over there. I'm public. (laughs) I I got a... A thousand and some odd people that follow me. I ain't going to say friends because I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if hacking has occurred. And I don't know if anybody's been going through that. I've been getting like followers that are not really followers. And I don't know if that's messing up my engagement with people who are actual followers. Like I don't need these fake accounts. It's so many fake accounts that come on Instagram that is so sickening to me. I mean, it was a time where I got so many fake accounts following me that I just was like, I need to go back to private because I just don't like it. It's very annoying. I don't like fake Instagram accounts. I don't know who they are. (laughs) I don't know why it bothers me so much. I think it bothers me so much because I feel like people should just be who they are. Like, if we unfollowed each other or whatever, I blocked you. Just let it be. I mean, you don't need to come back. <laughs> you, need, you don't need to come back on my page. <laughs> I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> you know, like I, my, my uh, posting is horrible. I mean, I post, but I don't post. I used to post way more, but I just stopped doing it. Like, to me, it's just like, hey, I really want to do more, like, interaction in person. I know we can't really do that as much, but the internet gets so boring. Like, you start seeing the same post over and over, and that's when you know it's time to get off and do other things, you know? Um, but yeah, it's people that stay 24 seven on social media and that's okay. But when you up there saying, you got to tell social media, everything, these are the people that probably didn't get that much attention. (laughs) I didn't get all a lot of attention either, but you know, I got, I got enough, I think, you know, but it's just, I think. Some people do things because they're trying to prove to people, or they got some type of low self-esteem in some ways. Um, I think they're trying to make their life more than what it is. Just I don't know. You know, I can't get too deep in it because they—they're the only people that know why they do it. But I just say you should. You know, personally, I wouldn't give. As much information as they give. like they just do all day long. Like, and the crazy thing is, why it's so interesting to me is because I don't get on social media that much. So when I do get on there and still see you, every time I get on there, you're on there. I'm like, damn! Every I sound like pops from um, Friday. Every time, oh, what do you say when I when I come in the kitchen? you in the kitchen. <laughs> it's like, and I don't be here often. So I gotta, so you have to be on here all day. All day, every day. But hey, whatever floats your boat, sometimes that's coping for certain people. Certain people be going through some shit. So it's okay. If that's all right, you know, it's okay. I mean, I'm addicted to certain things. Like, you know, sports, for instance. I love watching basketball. But I do get basketball break at times, you know? I got other things I got to do with my life, (laughs) you know? But uh, what else I wanted to talk about? Oh yeah, so do you think it's a bad idea to be friends with your ex? Some people say it is because it's like, if you're single, someone said, when you're single and you're trying to mingle, you're bringing over the energy of your ex. So it's hard for people, for you to be open to, you know, new engagements. Like, no, no, not new engagements, but new encounters. Uh, nice to <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like they're saying, yeah, don't bring that energy over. But I'm like, well, if your ex, you haven't been with this person in God knows when, I don't think how much energy can you bring over like I I haven't been with him in 7 8 years like how can I bring that energy over to the next person like we don't even talk on that way like yeah, I'm just trying to figure it out I don't think I have an issue with people being friends with their ex I just think it just depends on the situation now if you feel like you know if something's going to go down, then maybe you shouldn't, especially if you're dealing with someone. But if you're single, I don't think it's a problem. I mean, it just depends on the situation, I think. You know, I just think it depends on the situation. And everybody have their own type of, of, you know, interpretation or perception on what they allow in their life and how they want to live about their life. Just like, you know, I was watching, uh, ready to, to love, but the, the name of it is so different now. It's called last resort. Like really, really Tommy last resort. That's it. <laughs> that's bad. So if you get kicked off, then what's up, that's it for you. It's over, you're cut, no more love for you, don't even think about it. <laughs> These names kill me. So basically, it's a group of people, if if you haven't watched it, it's a group of uh, uh, a middle age or 30-ish. I think the ages are from, I think the youngest person on there is like 34, 35, And the oldest is about 53, you know, so it's that age range. So I'm going to say from 34 to 53. So it's that age range where society tells you that this is the time if you don't have children, if you're not married, uh, if you're not settled down, if you're not ready to be settled down, you need to start thinking. Because this is the age bracket where you need to start really thinking about your life partner. (laughs) This is what society says. Shoot, I'm going to find my soulmate maybe when I'm 70. Who knows? <laughs> if God allows me to live that long, you know? It's a blessing nowadays just to wake up. If y'all, Can I get an amen on that? You know, I'm thankful for just waking up every day. You know, it's rough out here. But I'm grateful for that. So... Going back to, and when I'm saying I'm excited, I'm so laid back. I'm excited on the inside, y'all. I'm thankful on the inside. Like, I'm not always that expressive when I'm talking, so I'm just a laid back type of chick. I'm silly. I mean, I had my moments. Y'all know that. If you listen to previous podcasts, how hyped I can get, you know, it's just, I'm relaxed. That's what it is. So, uh, yeah, uh, what I was I talking about? Yeah, ready to love. So, they got some really nice, this is a nice-looking cast. I mean, some fine chocolate men and brown men, whatever. They're fine. And then you got the fine women. That, I mean, everyone is just beautiful. I said, damn, this is a beautiful cast, you know. Oh, the men are so handsome. Mm-mm-mm. But anyway, <laughs> they are on this show to find last, last resort of love. <laughs> mm. um So, is a guy who is is older man. I think he's the oldest. He's 53. Nice looking man. He, uh, him and the youngest female, do we say females? I don't think we're supposed to say females. Women. woman. The youngest woman on the cast, she, um, (sighs) her and him connect, okay? Look, I can't even get it out. Her and him connect, and a lot of other women are not feeling him because of the things he says, so she, I feel like when they do those one-on-ones or pull them to the side, that's the, that's the ding-dong light bell when you're about to go home. You're going to get sent home. I don't. If I was on those shows, don't pull me to the side. Just send me home. <laughs> this is how you know you're about to get sent home. Every time you get those little individual dates. <laughs> and I know that's a part of it. You know, you got to have that. If you don't have it, how you going to know what you're getting? So he was pulled to the side. They got that individual time because they both were feeling each other. But he went wrong with her when he said, when they got to talking, he was saying that he want to go with the flow. He's not really into rushing on marriage, and he feels like marriage is just a piece of paper. When we're together, we're serious. It's like marriage. Why is such a big deal? And that was just like, her smile was just dimming down. Like She was like, what? You know? <laughs> I was like, damn, he's losing points. Shut up now. But uh, anyway, so he kept going on. And I take it, like, okay, I have mentioned this in previous podcasts. I have said, i rather go with the flow, take my time. But my flow is that I know what I want. I know what the hell I want, okay? Do I want marriage in the future? Possibly, you know? You never know what you want. But that's not the first thing that's on my agenda when I'm meeting someone What's on my agenda is: Are we gonna get? Are we getting along? Like, what do you want? How long are you gonna? Are you willing to wait? You know, what is your time on it? You know, but you gotta have a plan. You know, you can go with the flow when it comes to, yeah, maybe not rushing into things, but also have a plan and be honest to let someone know. I feel like he was being honest when he said he wanna go with the flow. And I think because he has five kids, okay? And I think because he's older and he's been there and done that. I don't know if the man's been married before, but maybe he's just at a stage in his life where he does want that. He doesn't feel the need that marriage is serious to him. But unfortunately, I guess on that show, majority of the women want marriage. So he was sent home, unfortunately. But, hey... I don't think it's the last resort for him. <laughs> I think he'll eventually probably meet someone that can go on that same page. But the young lady, she wanted, you know, more than what he could give. Then it was another one. So basically, it was three guys that three women have to um, go on a date with, and two of them have to go home. And it's it's it's, it's uh, fair because next week. But men send two women home. So that's why you got to be careful who you're um, sending home because you could be sending home somebody potential mate. And that's what was happening with the young lady who had to send the 53-year-old home because both of the men that she was connected with was on the chopping block. But the other guy got to stay that she really likes too but now we get to the second guy that got sent home now listen to this y'all this man had a lot of points going against him he was nice looking too but that ain't got nothing to do with it if you got a stink personality and you're not compatible with somebody forget the looks you could be nice looking all the way over to the left no thank you but listen it also is a lot of editing on the show they probably edited the shit out of what he was saying I'm just saying, but listen, so they show parts where he was, the ladies didn't like when he was at the table talking, he had a thing where he was putting his fingers in, in the woman's face, and they were getting turned off, like, don't, you know, don't do that, you know, don't stop doing that, and then he got to talking with another young lady who has two children. And she basically, I guess the conversation lead led into like, oh, um, you know, if we all together, you know, you got to accept my family because we're a package deal. And he, I guess he said, I got to take care of the two children too. (laughs) Like basically I got to spend money on them too. Like, (laughs) and she did not like that. Okay. So unfortunately, he was sent home too. He was confused as hell why he was being sent home, because he thought I'm a nice guy. I don't know what's wrong, but it was just what he was saying was not sitting well with people. His actions was not sitting well with the women. So a lot of people are walking on thin line. I mean, I remember in the first show they were about to send home the lawyer lady, and. Um, she didn't get sent home. They sent home the girl that was acting like the homie. I said, "Damn, you can't win for shit on this show. I don't think I won. <laughs> I would've been sent home on the first day. Shit. You know, it's <laughs> the last resort. People on Survivor. Why they name that <laughs> named that show the last resort. Like, damn, that imagine being sent home. You probably feel low as shit. Like, damn, that was my last resort, man. Now we in the pandemic. Now I ain't gonna never meet nobody. <laughs> this shit ain't funny, but it's funny. You know, it's like you can't let a show dictate you if it's all I believe is divine timing for everybody. Like, you know, that's not your last resort. It's just a show name. You know, and it's crazy because when they get sent home, Tom will be like, you didn't find your love here, man. But that doesn't mean. <laughs> like, you're contradicting yourself. You're contradicting yourself. You did say this was the last resort. <laughs> But I love that day when he says that when they about to go home. He be like, you didn't find your love here, unfortunately, my brother. (laughs) (laughs) But that doesn't mean you're not going to find love. You're just not going to find it here. Pack your bags. Peace out. (laughs) Oh man. Oh Oh, man. I could not be a host, man. I'd be so messed up, yo. I'd be so messed up. I think I'd be empathetic, though, but silly as hell. (laughs) <laughs> so y'all need to think rethink that whole name thing over then find your love here <laughs> oh man I can't wait to next week's show oh my goodness and if y'all haven't watched uh, Tyler Perry's Sisters ooh, that's a good show too and they just be having some fun Man, I don't know if it's just me and my little, my little horniness. I don't know. I I mean, come on, y'all. <laughs> it's some fine men out here in this world. So, I've been watching Sisters. Like, every time I turn around, they have a new fine man on there. I said, can y'all stop it? Because now I'm going to be going on IG trying to look up everybody. Who plays such and such? <laughs> Let me look at his page. <laughs> Let me stalk him a little bit. Ooh, he looks fine. <laughs> oh, married, sorry. <laughs> Get off that page. <laughs> and y'all ain't the only one who do that. I know y'all be doing that too. You see a fine man, you like, hmm, what is this IG? I love the men that be like, I don't got one. <laughs> he be like, you look like a liar. You got something. You got a leak, a, a Wikipedia. I'm trying to look up this baseball guy. Oh, man. His brother is a designer, and his dad used to play. Baseball. I was trying to look him up. I'm not going to throw out the name because I, I'm going to be in kind. No, no, ain't going to get me. But I was trying to find him. He doesn't have. He has one, but it's probably not under his, the name. Probably some freaking weird name. I'm, a lot of celebrities, a lot of people out here have their own individual. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, guys. Uh, I thought I had that on silent. I have to call them back. I love them, but I got to call them back. But listen, you know, it's like, what was I saying? Yeah, it's like people have them, but they have, like, weird, odd names. Like, you would never know that that's that person's account. <laughs> that's what I love it. I love it. And I bet you, like, Beyonce. Beyonce probably has an Instagram account, but you'll never find it. It's probably under, like, Baloki Nanoka, da Doka, the Dippa, La Lala. Something, I don't know. It's probably, like, Purple Girl or something. <laughs> it's probably, like, you know, it's, it's under a name that you probably will never, ever, ever know. Because it's, like, it's so... I'm sorry, I don't want to pitter out on blast, but I, I feel like I'm just using that as an example. I think it is. You know, it's private, and, and the only people who know about it is they're close knit people in their life. Now, some may, because some close knit people got fucking big ass mouths, so I don't know that they told everybody. You might, might couldn't tell that cousin over there, or that sister, or brother. <laughs> You know, I should, I know your I know your IG accounts. <laughs> Say it all loud at a restaurant. She's gonna be like, oh goodness, let's change it. <laughs> delete, delete, delete. <laughs> you know, and then it is people who just do not have a social media account. My best friend, she just got on Facebook and she's ready to delete it. <laughs> She doesn't have Instagram. She doesn't have Twitter. She doesn't have none of that. And I don't blame her. Because what happens when you get all these things, you fall right into the trap. You look and 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 you look. You look on the page. You look over there. You look and you look and you look and you look. And the next thing you know, it's two in the morning. Oh, who stays on Instagram till two in the morning? Have you ever done it? I have one time. I was on Instagram one day for a long time, and I don't know why. I just kept looking back. The more you look back, I tell you, I had not done that at all. And I'm very proud of myself because I realized that there's so many other things I could be doing, like playing these word games. Netflix <laughs> talking on the phone with all your friends, you know, but um, or just sleeping maybe that's that's a good thing. <laughs> I don't even know where I'm going, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. <sighs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I gotta go to bed, y'all. I had a long day tomorrow. I just wanted to come on here and record, you know. But I do have one more topic to talk about before I leave. And it was funny. <laughs> it was off of Instagram No, Actually, it came from TikTok. So, the guy was saying he did some investigation. He said, I've been seeing on TikTok... These guys, depending on how much they adore and, and love big women and plus-sized women and curvy women. Well, really plus-sized women, you know. So, uh, well, curves, yeah. So, um, he did investigation investigation. He said he looked at all those guys who were out here on this platform, the TikTok, the TikTok uh platform, and they were saying, um, I get that from Jimmy Butler, he said, "You gonna put me on your ticky tock?" <laughs> he oh, hero that! You gonna put me on your ticky tock? <laughs> okay, all right, all right. So uh, he's such a Virgo. Um, <laughs> so he, uh, yeah. So he did his investigation, and he was like, "That I'm saying that wasn't even true." You know, all the guys that were out there pro- professing how much they love us, big girls. You know. So he went to to look and did his investigation. He didn't see none of this on the page. He didn't see WCW. He didn't see videos. He didn't see nothing that really promotes that they love big, big women. All he saw was them following slim women or women that wasn't big, you know. And that's fine and dandy. But his point was, are you doing that? for the clout, you know, to gain more followers, to target a certain group to make it feel like, cause you know, if you target this group, it can expand your account and lead into a whole bunch of things, but it's not being genuine. And I get that because that's like, I if you go to my Instagram, I had had so many different meetings and and running run-ins with different people all out here in the world and some of the run ins are athletes some of the runners are singers uh football players boxers basketball players all over you know and because i like these things and i genuinely like these people and i follow these people and i engage with some of these people um you're damn right <laughs> I might post this sometimes. Sometimes I won't post pictures that I have. But the 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 point I'm making is I generally like these people. Okay. <laughs> um, I follow them. I engage with them. Some of them, but not everyone. But you get what I'm saying. He's stating that this these particular guys don't follow these women, don't engage with these women, don't like these women pictures. Just saying it to be saying it, you know? And I think that's fucked up. That's kind of fucked up, yeah, and I think that is the clout. That's fucked up because you're targeting a certain group and you're like, oh, let me just say this because I know I've gained so many followers because I need just all the followers, but you're not being genuine about it. And, I mean, that's what these kids be doing. <laughs> these kids be doing that. I mean, it's not just kids, but, hey, we're so into this social media world. I mean, I understand it can benefit you in some good ways. Like, you know, you get a lot of endorsements, recognition. It can help you out. But is it to the point where you're being so disingenuous? you're not thinking about people feelings you're not really being true to yourself you know i think it's something everybody needs to think about you know it's like are you doing things just to make the dollar or just to get a platform don't do that because i feel like you lose yourself and you hurt people in the process you know Imagine you going up there making how much you love a plus-size woman, and then she comes up. Say a plus-size woman. You encounter her in the mall or something. What are you going to do? You know? Oh, what was you saying? You were saying all that beautiful stuff on the Internet. Oh, well, you ain't about that, right? <laughs> That's what people do. I mean, hey, at the end of the day, like who you like. Who am I to say who you're supposed to like? But when it comes to doing it for a particular reason and it's not genuine, that's when I say something. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to it's nice to uplift everyone, no matter what size, who you are. That's what we need in the in the world. We need more love. But when it comes to being disgenuine, just, just to not being genuine and just doing it to gain things in life that's when you need to look at yourself and say this is kind of fucked up you know what I mean so I'll leave it on that note and I hope all of you enjoy this lovely podcast of mine and I thank y'all for tuning in also I'm looking into starting to do some giveaways later on I feel in the mood to start doing that maybe by next month I'm thinking about doing some giveaways. I want to get to know my uh, peop- my listeners. I want to give appreciation to my listeners. And I'm going to give you certain guidelines on how it's going to work. Uh, just to show you that I appreciate you for listening and always supporting. And that means such a great deal to me. And I just want to thank y'all for tuning in. You're so random, Tosh. Until next time, stay safe. Peace out.